Hey everyone, welcome down to the Homebrew Leadership Podcast. It's so great to have you join us. Today we've got Christian Ponsford, worship and creative pastor of Sunny Hill with us, bringing you just a session that he delivered with our staff a while ago on story brand. And so we're going to jump straight into the session. But Christian, before we get into some of the aspects of it, I wonder what is the one thing you're hoping people will walk away with from the session today? Yeah, um, I think it's the idea that we can all communicate better than we do. Yeah. So if you are a complete beginner in communicating or if you're a seasoned pro, we can all get a little bit better. Um, in this session, I use the analogy of a piano, that a piano has 88 notes. Each note is a musical, legal note. Each one has its own tone and its own sound. But someone with no skill or experience just went up and played those notes, it would be nothing but noise. Yeah. And the difference between noise and music is simply the rules and the understanding of the theory that it passes through. And if we can gain a little bit of understanding about how communication works, all of us that have the access to the same notes, the same words, the yeah. same ideas, can filter that through a process that then helps it become more memorable and makes it more understandable to the people that are listening. So we can all do better with yeah. communication, yeah. we just need some basic tools to help us. That's so good. And communication is so important in any aspect of leadership. And so the better you can become a communication and the yeah. better I can become a communication, the better we're going to lead. Absolutely. Um, and I think what was really challenging for me in this session is how this idea of story brand and the power of story really speaks right into how we're made up. Mm-hmm. You started the session talking about drivers, things that kind of drive us and how we're wired. Yeah. And so I was hoping you'd kind of unpack that a little bit as we kind of jump in. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who heard that on the podcast, that was my computer <laughs> just letting me know I have a notification. Great. So most of my um, clever information that I shared with the team came from a book called Story Brand by Donald Miller. And it's a marketing book that says, if you can clarify your message, um, you'll be more successful. This idea that if we confuse people, we'll lose people. Mm-hmm. And the argument is because okay. we need to understand how the brain is worked and how the brain's wired. And actually, our brain has two primary functions. One is to keep us alive, and the other one is to conserve energy. And the keeping us alive means that our brain is really interested in information that helps us thrive or survive and is very good at forgetting anything else. Mm. So you'll know this is true if you walk into a cinema or a theatre, and you won't count how many seats there are in the room, and you won't count how many people there are in the room, but you will know where the exits are, or where the toilets are, or where you can get water from. And that's because our brain is hardwired to recognise that information that helps us thrive or survive, and disregard everything else. So because we live in a first world economy and our clothing is taken care of, some better than others, yeah. and because we've got roof over our heads, yeah. and because food, we don't worry about where yeah. our next meal is coming from, the brain kind of turns to things like, how can I conserve my financial resources? Yeah. How can I gain status? Yeah. How can I um, have a meaningful impact in other people's lives? Yeah. How can I live out this idea of being generous? Yeah. And the brain's interested in stuff that will help us thrive and survive. The other thing the brain is interested in is saving energy. Yeah. Uh, so we know that if we write a sermon, if we deliver a leadership podcast, maybe, uh, if we study for an exam, our brain uses a whole load of calories. That's why at the end of the day we go yeah. home exhausted even though we've sat behind a computer yeah. all day. So what the brain is constantly trying to do is save calories. So again, if I went into Starbucks to buy a coffee, I wouldn't pick up the packet and wonder how many beans are in that 500 gram bag yeah. or how they print on that shiny material. I just want my coffee yeah. because my brain isn't allowing me to ask those questions because yeah. it's trying to save energy. Wow, that's so interesting. And how do you see story engaging with that 
thrive, survive, conserving energy makeup of who we yeah. are. Yeah, exactly. So I think if we understand how the brain works yeah. and how the brain is leaning into certain types of information rather than other types of information, anytime we can present anything that hits at one of these subconscious levels, we have people's attention more naturally. Right. The other thing to recognise in that is the brain actually stores information in the format of stories. So if I told you a really short story, which I did at staff over just three sentences, what's amazing is people stored that story by adding other information into it. So because I gave half a story and the brain wanted to remember it, it filled in all the blanks. And this is where conspiracy theories come from or where people take grievance with you or the story they tell themselves. So if we recognise that the brain hardwires information into us through using story, and if we recognise that it's triggered by hitting these uh, subconscious drivers, we can gain people's attention way quicker. This is why normally in a story within the first seven minutes there's a problem, or there's a bit of drama, or what we call a story loop opens up, and people are forced to lean into because it's hitting at thrive and survive, and, and that kind of interest. One of the things Christian did so well in the staff was kind of taking this idea that he's just been speaking about how story interacts with these drivers and how when you begin to really get into story, there is an underlying plot line that can really help with communication. And you've already started to touch into some of those words, opening up a story loop, identifying a problem. So I wonder if you could take us through the plot line of most stories outside of the clever stories your wife got that actually don't work (laughs) with what you said. So I sat down with my wife to tell her about the book that I read and go, you won't believe it, this happens with every story. And she named four in a row that I couldn't (laughs) apply the theory to. But in most normal stories, they follow a a six or seven um, stages in any plot line. And this will spoil most stories for you, I'm afraid. But it starts off you're with... You're welcome. Yeah, you're very welcome. It starts off with recognising that every story has a lead character yeah. or a hero. Yeah. And normally we meet that hero or that character really early on yeah. in a story. And it's someone that we can identify with. Ultimately, it's a hero that's a little bit flawed. They're not really a hero in the true sense of the word, because if there were, there'd be no story. Yeah. If it was Jack woke up and he wanted to lose 30 pounds, and he did, the story's rubbish. Yeah. But if Jack woke up, he wanted to lose 30 pounds because he had to win a girl to get married and someone came into his life to show him how to do that, there's a different story that plays out. So there's a hero that we'll we'll be able to empathise with and we'll be able to kind of form some kind of emotional attachment with. Then typically what happens is the hero hits a challenge or a problem. And this is normally six or seven minutes into a story. And without the problem, there is no story. So Jason Bourne wakes up and he can't remember who he is, there's his problem. He has to recognise and remember who he is. And the rest of the story, the hour and a half that we lean into, is can this problem be resolved? Can the hero actually win the day? Can the person that we're really interested in realise their dream, or is this problem going to beat them? And that's where most stories build this tension. They open what we call a story loop, an unresolved kind of question that we lean into. The third thing that then happens in most stories is we're introduced to the guide or the guru, the Yoda, the Hamish, the Mr. Miyagi, the Obi-Wan Kenobi type character who comes into the story and is able to help the hero realise their dream because the guide is able to demonstrate empathy and authority in the situation. The guide then offers a plan to the hero and if the hero follows the guide's plan to the letter of the law and follows it all the way through, they'll be able to succeed. And once they've introduced the plan, there's then a call to action. So there's a hero, there's a problem, there's a guide, the guide introduces a plan, and if they follow the plan, there's a call to action. There's a moment where the hero actually has to put into place all that they've been learning. 
And if they do so, the story normally will avoid failure and end in success. And there's our seven stage plot line. If it's a bad story or a story that leaves you feeling <gasps> when you leave the cinema, it's normally because it ends in failure and doesn't really resolve that story loop. But at every stage in there, there's kind of lessons that we can learn yeah. and there's things that we can drill down into and go, okay, I understand how yeah. that plays out in the messaging, in the marketing or the communication yeah. that I'm telling. So just to unpack then that plot line a little bit about how that would apply within our context, let's say at Sunny Hill, but within other leadership contexts, some of this application would probably ring true for where you're at. I wonder if you can open up a little bit about how you see this all kind of putting together now yeah. within a leadership kind of context. Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, if we start then with the hero, it's really easy for us to think that we're the hero in the story, yeah. uh, that Sunny Hill is the hero, or your brand, if you're a business leader, is the hero in mm-hmm. the story. Uh, but actually, that's not true. The hero in our story needs to be the people that come to Sunny Hill. It yeah. needs to be the people that we're leading. Yeah. It needs to be your customers, the people that are buying your product, yeah. the people that are um, employing your service. Because if we make ourselves the hero, people aren't that interested. If we go back to the brain idea, if I asked you what your business did and what you do for a living, and you told me that it started by your granddad in 1905, that you employed 23 members of staff, you export to 55 countries, you're going to be the top two whatever, I'm not really that interested because it doesn't help me thrive or survive and I'm disregarding everything that you said because you're making yourself the hero in the story. If, however, you tell me that you've invented a product that can help me save time, help me save money, make me a better leader than I've ever been before, you've got my interest because not only are you speaking to my thrive and surviving, but you're also yeah. making me the hero yeah. in the story and I'm way more interested. Yes. So we've got this idea that if we can communicate that you are the hero, that our customer is the hero, we're on a winning foot to begin with. Yeah. The second thing that we do is we identify what's the problem. What is it that they really want to achieve? What's the challenge that they're meeting in their life? When someone walks through the doors at Sunny Hill Church, when they walk into leadership, uh, when they walk into Discipleship 101, when they sit down in your small group, when you go running with them at Park Run, what is the challenge that they're trying to get through in their life? Is it to be a better dad? Is it to be a better leader in business? Is it to have a better marriage? What is it that's in, that they're intricately interested in yeah. that sits at a yeah. subconscious thrival survive level? And if we can display that we understand that problem, both the external and internal ramifications of that problem, and that we can know that we can help them achieve it, that leads us on to positioning ourselves as the guide in the story. And this is the big head shift, that Sunny Hill shouldn't be the hero in the story, it should be the guide in the story. We should be the Mr. Miyagi, we should be the Hamish, we should be the Obi-Wan Kenobi, we should be the whoever. Because actually it's our job to help our people realize their best life now to yeah. live life to the full yeah to, to have everything that god would have them wow. have available for them and we act as the guide in the story um if you're in business it's to do exactly the same you know we've got someone in our business um sorry in our church a couple of weeks ago on platform was telling us all about their business and how they've made the chefs in their world the hero of their story mm. that actually when they sell them fresh produce they're not the hero they're saying, you can be the best chef, you can sell out this restaurant, you can have everybody wanting to eat your meals because we can help you with that. And they've yeah. become the guide to their customers. And if we can position ourselves as the guide in the story, then we're setting our heroes up to win. Because our heroes don't want another hero in the story. Yeah. They want a guide. But they'll trust the guide who has a plan, yeah. who can display empathy and has authority or competence in the area. So if you think of someone like Cap, the Christians Against Poverty, brilliant at positioning themselves as the guide 
that's saying you can be the hero, you can beat debt in your own life, and we can know because we've got a plan that is really easy to follow, and we've seen thousands of people yeah. get released from debt by following this plan. They display both empathy and competence. Yeah. Or Apple. Yeah. Apple understand that I want to be creative. Apple understand that I want to be good at my job, but I don't understand the complexities of how a computer works. Yeah. But I don't need to. Because if I think differently, to coin their phrase, and yeah. trust their products, I can do this. So they position themselves as the guide really well. And then they give a plan to follow. In the Sunny Hill world, yeah. a plan is for the one. Yeah. You want to be the best father you can be to your children, then we live for the one. Yeah. And we live for the one. Yeah. If you want to be, have a marriage that so is good. phenomenal, then maybe the marriage course is the plan for us. Yeah. We know that there are endless promises for living your best life now in the Bible. You want to understand the Bible better? Our plan is to get along to one group. Yes. To consume the daily Bible reading plan. If you want to be the type of leader that people love to follow, that they love coming to work to hear what you've got to say and be challenged and changed, then the Leadership Academy yeah. or the Homebrew Podcast. So we have loads of different yeah. plans to help people overcome their problem. But none of them will work if we don't call people to action. Yeah. It's not enough to say, this is what's happening, would you just watch us do it? But we want people to get involved. This is why our volunteering culture at Sunnyhead yeah. is so strong. Because we believe if you want community, yeah. if you want to connect to a tribe, if you want to have pastoral care, if you want to get alongside people that are passionate, we do that best through service. And that's why volunteering is so strong at Sunny Hill because it's the call to action or one of the calls to action for seeing this best life mm. lived out. And ultimately, if you follow the guide and we introduce you to the ultimate guide, yes. then your life ends in success yeah. and you avoid failure yeah. uh, and that's just a simple overview maybe wow. of how Sunny Hill can start to apply some of these theories through this plotline. Uh, it's just been so interesting kind of reflecting on the session when it's happened and thinking through a lot of the delivery or communication that I would do and actually seeing how difficult this is to put into practice. Uh, conceptually it's not hard to get your head around, you're like yeah, not be the hero, yeah. make people the hero, make yeah. sure there's a good plotline, find the problem be the guide, come up with the plan. Like it just seems, makes so much sense. It seems so easy. But on the ground, it's been so difficult to try and begin to do that. Right, Especially okay. the shift from hero yeah. to guide. To guide yeah. is, it's, it's such a massive shift yeah. in our heads. And you say that, you said like, this is probably the biggest head yeah. shift that we need to do. And I think as leaders that we need to do. Um, just to wrap this up, if there's one thing you would tell leaders to encourage them in that move, that you would tell me to go... You've got to do this. What, what do you think it would be? Um, so maybe read the book. That helped yeah. me a lot. Um, we've only covered like half of uh, Story Brand by Donald Miller. I must read the, I thought this is what we were doing. Yeah, right no, now, no, I don't no, need no, to no, I've saved you the first two chapters. <laughs> of the whole uh, he's got a great leadership podcast yeah. called the Story Brand Podcast where great. he interviews uh, champions of each of these categories in their own field of business. Wow. Hardly any of them are in the church world, um, but really interesting lessons to learn. But I think it's kind of um, at its most basic level is if we can just use the language cleverly yes. to open up story loops. And there's yes. so much around this. Like, um, if we just lean in and ask you a question, or if we kind of tap into, do you want to be the best father you could be? Really simple idea. But we're opening a story loop that most people are going to say yes to. Yeah. But we leave that unresolved, yeah. and we allow the rest of the message to kind of unpack that for them. Yeah. Um, by asking that type of question, we're getting people's interest they're leaning in, but also we are suggesting that there's a plan that they can follow. Um, and also we're speaking to those basic survival needs again. Yes. But I think in our message that goes out, in our communication that goes out, in our website, in our branding, in our Facebook, we just filter it through the first 
first basic rule is am I making myself the hero in this yeah. or am I making my customer so the good. hero in this and if we great great businesses obsess about the transformation of their customers yeah. A good story starts with a character, and at the end of the story, the character is a transformed person. There's been a life change happen because of that hour and 15 of, uh, yeah. minutes of, um, of kind of like problem and opening and resolving of story loops and following plans. If as Sunny Hill, or if as your business, or as your team, you're obsessed about the transformation of people and see every chance to communicate as a way of transforming people and taking them from who they are now to who God would have them be and help them take that step yeah. forward, maybe that would help start to shift the way that we think and we structure communication. That's so good. That's so good. One of the things I loved about this whole session was the drive for clarity and actually that if we don't become clearer as leaders in our communication, especially... Um, a lot of times the only people who will suffer are our teams and the people we lead because there's just a whole lot of confusion going around. What, what a great thing. I would challenge you. Uh, get the book if you haven't and read it. Um, go and look into the podcast that Christian was mentioning by Donald Miller um, and, and really kind of have a think through how well you are communicating, especially when it comes to the power of story and how this fits the main drivers that people have. Thank you so much, Christian. What a great session. Please check back with us soon. It's been great to uh, spend a few moments with you. As always, if you are around, come join us down at Sunny Hill. And if you don't live anywhere near Sunny Hill, we hope that you find this beneficial and helpful in you becoming a better leader and leading your people better. Other than that, have a great rest of your day. Cheers.